Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Wicker Biscuit. Woohoo! Yeah, all in all, I'm super stoked. So let's do some introductions. Let's start on this side. Who do we got today on the biscuit? Well, it's Carl again. Perfect. Yeah. Who else we got? Ryan. Oh, we got Ryan on the pod. How not, you doing, not Ryan? Not confused with on the potty. <laughs> and then next in order, we've got Leah. So Leah, say hi. Hey, it's Leah. Leah's on Zoom, so I, she probably didn't know where she sits in the group. That's why I had to explain that part. <laughs> All right, and then next it's Courtney. Hey, how's Hi, it going? It's going. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Courtney missed the last one, but she's I here did. now. I'm yes. All right, next up, Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Here. How are you doing? Good. Good. Worn out. Worn out. What's mm-hmm. up? Middle schoolers. Enough said. Yep. <laughs> All right, and last up, we got Jay. Say hi, Jay. Here I am. Jay is here. All right. All right. So today, our topic is we're going to talk about church. So, so <laughs> I like that the cat really... from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So it's going to be stories of church. Uh, any sort of stories from when you were younger? Any sort of stories for if you happen to go to like any religious classes? Um, anything from back in the day till now. So I'm going to get this party started. And I'm going to tell you a goofy one. So when I was little, like really little, like maybe four or five, when I had to sit in church, I would always just daydream and make up stuff in my head. Cause, you As know, you do. Listen, right. Listening to it is boring. So this the church that I went to when I was little um, was like an old style, like, well, it was um, a sacred heart, no clue. Mm. So it was like an yeah. old style cathedral type thing, and it had lots of big pillars. And one I big... was baptized there. <gasps> Me too. I was baptized in my grandma's kitchen, which is now my kitchen. That's a really cool story. We have to talk about that later because I just found that out. <laughs> anyway, so little kid four-year-old Gary made up this whole story about how one of the big towers was a rocket ship. And the doorway to go into the confessional was the entrance to the rocket ship. And the priest would go in there when nobody was around and he would blast off to space and hang out with Jesus. <laughs> oh, he might be doing some blasting. <laughs> So yeah, he would go see Jesus, and that that was um not really Jesus church, but that really reminds me. I used to imagine what if our high like when I was in grade school, what if the building could blast off and like we would like look out the window and it'd be space outside. That's what that made me think. But of. I, just, I love little kid thought. Like looking back on little me, just like yeah, he's gonna go into space and hang out with Jesus. That's what he's gonna do. But it was, <laughs> that was great. So Jesus, much more exciting because everyone talks about heaven being like up. So you think right, space exactly. must be where yeah. heaven is. Yeah, and there was like angels all over like the decoration but yeah so that was my goofy ass thing from when i was little so uh let's let's pass this uh this conversation torch and and uh carl let's have a story from you one of the things i was thinking about was that i used to take the communion wafer and like push my tongue and push it all the way to the top of my mouth and then just let it be there i don't know why no i totally did that too but the only time it ever kind of failed me was my grandfather's funeral. Mind you, I hated this person. <laughs> he was very mean. Um, but I seriously, by the end of the service, I realized it wouldn't get unstuck. So oh, no. I had to wait until oh, no. the end of mass when I got in my mom's <laughs> truck. And like the only thing I had to like spit it into at that point, because it was just like, that grimy, pasty, whatever, was like a McDonald's cup. And I have like the vivid memory <laughs> of that McDonald's cup 
I'm like, oh, I'm the cool, so the cool '90s McDonald's cups. It right? was no, yeah. but I, I can totally relate. <laughs> the I first did the wave same thing. Right? Matter of fact, my sister Jackie and I always used to joke, be like, you had a little bit of the body of Christ stuck on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> we got actual bread. We nice. did too at the Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and wine. It was like Wonder Bread. That's and cool. grape juice. Because they did, they did just, make just, some bread at St. Olds. Don't you dare steal my story. <laughs> I don't it's know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Building off of Carl's story, the whole time I was a child, I'd be at church with my very Catholic grandma and grandpa on my dad's side. And I'd always ask, like, I want to try the communion. And my grandpa would be like, oh, you can't until you're older. And whatever. She would give me, like, a little certs, oh, like the breath mint, yeah. so I could put that in my mouth when everyone else that got communion. so sweet. So I'm finally getting to be second grade. He's like, oh, you're going to learn all the stuff that you have to learn for first communion at our, like, the church that I went to with my mom and my other grandma and grandpa and i'm all excited like i'm finally gonna get to know what the wafer feels like because <laughs> and then right away they we get there to the class and we're doing all that stuff and they're like oh we're changing it. it's now this bread that we're baking and it's like this oh, whole wheat blah no. blah blah oh. and i'm not gonna lie to you it was really tasty but it the was. first time i had it i gagged it was like whoa <laughs> what is this i just right. chewed it and chewed it and chewed it and chewed it and chewed it she's hilarious because in my memory Going to the one church where they had the wafer and then coming there to St. Louis because we switched, uh, I think when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love that part about it. So then when they got rid of it and went back, back to, to the, the wafer, wafer, I'm like, come on. Well, that was the thing that was nice about you know, my other grandma and grandpa's church had the wafer. So I still got to experience it. Sure. But my grandma was so old school Catholic that she, I put it in my mouth and start chewing. She was, oh, you can't, you can't chew it. You have to let it dissolve. Like, <laughs> that's never going to happen, Grandma. I got to chew it so I can swallow it. You got to talk to Carl about what to do. Right? right. He knows. Spit it in a McDonald's cup. <laughs> what did the what did your uh, wine and or grape juice come in? Was well, just the big metal goblet that everyone would drink out of, yeah. and so they'd wipe it. Okay, so we had. It's tiny- called a chalice. It yeah. is. We had, we had tiny little. I have a glass. story about that. We had tiny little glass. Yeah, like there's a lot glasses. of Lutheran churches that had the little shot glasses. Yeah, I think Hannah's church did. No, she was Methodist, but yeah, yeah. I, think so. I, I do think. I that remember the first going, time I saw myself. No, it was party. Roberta's. I think that had the little cups. <laughs> I don't remember. Jesus Jello shot. <laughs> Jesus Jello shot. Well, <laughs> a lot of times they'd carry them like you would like carry like shots around a bar. It is. Yeah, it's like slotted. If you think about it, that's way more sanitary. Yeah, and you know oh, cleanliness yeah. is next but to God. Jesus jigglers for the kids. <laughs> it was so stressful having this big tray of little cups of grape juice come like shuffling down your uh, your pew of people. They, they pass it around with like the collection. And if you spilled the Jesus, bowl. you were oh, like, don't spill the Jesus. Jesus. Gary and I don't used to have a board game. Okay, so Gary and I used to have a board game. There was a there was an old game called Don't Wake Daddy, and the commercial was like Don't Wake Daddy, and I don't really remember the exact. Because I, I gotta look it up. Okay, I had on. I had a like a can of soda on Gary's bed, and then I sat down and it like jiggled, and Gary went to like, "Don't spill the soda, Jesus!" And he goes, "Don't spill the Jesus!" <laughs> so then that became a thing. Like we should have a game called "Don't Spill the Jesus." <laughs> I played it every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> So to that song, that don't wait, daddy, I did don't spill the Jesus. <laughs> Literally, every time you bring something up, Gary, it like brings forward some sort of core memory. Finds yeah. it. Yeah. The, wow. the premise of that game was like you you rolled the dice or spun the wheel or whatever. When you'd land on some sort of noisy thing, you'd have to push 
the alarm clock so many times, and if the dad thing sat up, is there a bed with feet? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The dad was in the bed, and you pushed the alarm clock, and if he sat up, it was like, oh, you got caught. No, you spilled the Jesus. You woke the. You're out. Spilled Jesus. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna add a little bit because I had um, when I had first communion, for some reason, my church didn't do wine at that time, or they just they didn't do it. So, like, because, like, I've never had the wine, like, I'm actually, like, really, like, no, no. So, I'll go get the body of Christ, but the blood of Christ, I guess, can just suck it. I don't know. No, I've I, never, I've never gotten wine. I mean, I have, but I typically, I just yeah. keep walking. But, like, yeah, I just don't do it. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Oh, now, the body well, of Christ and now, is slender and sexy, <laughs> but the blood of Christ? Now, <laughs> now, if I go to church with, like, my mom or something, I typically will do the thing where you walk up with your arms crossed. Like, don't give me your communion bread. I'm just getting blessed. Oh, oh you can nice. reject you it. Can yeah. Yeah. You can do that. You can. Because if you're, like, a lapsed Catholic, they don't want you to get communion. Yeah. Oh, that is Yeah, if you get garbage. divorced, or if, you're not supposed to either, mm-hmm. right? I th- I have, right. I There's know. lots of reasons you're not supposed to accept communion. See, now, I grew up Methodist, so I don't remember there being any specific rules about, like, just as you, if you were ready well, to when have I Jesus visit, in your heart. When I visited my friend's Armenian church, her um, father is the emeritus pa- um, priest, and she asked about it because she wanted to make sure, like, what my protocol would be when I was visiting the church. And he said, well, Carl's been baptized. And I thought, well, so it's funny how, like, different I think that might be the rules, rule. you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I always thought the Methodists were pretty chill. Yeah. Catholics are pretty Oh, they upset. are. Oh, absolutely. Catholics are more on the uptight side. Methodists, my experience with Methodists, they were super chill. I'm ready for another All right, story. Leah, tell me your church story. Yeah, let's uh, swing on back to Sacred Heart, <laughs> where right. I went to kindergarten. Okay. Did you take the rocket to see Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware of the rocket. Um, I, I should have told more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh, I can't remember the name of the priest at the time. Uh, he was a cool old guy, though. He was. Um, was it Frank? <laughs> and I have like a really vague memory of this, but I but when I was younger than like probably three or four i was learning the appropriate names for genitalia and so i went up to the priest and i was like you have a penis and he was like yes i do (laughs) my parents were like uh that is awesome and he was like uh yes (laughs) and i was like i got it right Woo! Are you auditioning I for Alter Boy? <laughs> no, he was a good guy. He was not a creepy priest at all. Oh, yeah, that's agreed. Good. My dad went to him for for counsel, like in a serious way. I think sometimes. Oh. But um, yeah, my actual story is about midnight mass, freaky, which is on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and you stay up until midnight and you go to mass, and they make children perform in this obstacle. Um, I performed many times in that nonsense. Um, so yeah, I, I need more I was, information about I was Jesus yeah. one year. I'm sorry, like an obstacle course? Yeah, like rewind a little. Uh, yeah. Mark so Summers shows up and he's like, on your mark. I will, I <laughs> will explain the obstacles, <laughs> okay. which there are. Sorry. Um, there's several moments of danger in this story. Um, so first of all, we're supposed to be like, um, we're dressed up like little angels, right? So I have my little like bowl cut and there's all these little girls and it's like, probably 1989 so there's a lot of fucking hairspray um on these small children (laughs) um and we're holding candles and this lovely small girl with this like white blonde hair 
um, with clearly too much goddamn hairspray, <laughs> is holding this candle, and her whole head just goes... <laughs> Just the fumes, just like <laughs> right, like her whole head is on fucking fire, <laughs> and she starts screaming, and then a bunch of adults just start slapping her in the head. <laughs> not like to put the fire up; they all just line up and smack her, and then the next person comes Which up. Thankfully, works, so that's good. Yeah, uh, praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> so, little girl's not on fire anymore. Um, I don't remember if she had to like still do the rest of the night, but I was like at the very beginning. So like, I don't know if we were just like one angel down then or <laughs> whatever. Anyways. So then I don't know if you've heard of the Knights of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know, technically I was actually a third degree knight. It's true. <laughs> true story. They dress up like actual knights and they have like big feathered hats and they have like mm-hmm. cloaks and they have <laughs> and swords. fucking swords. Yeah. I love it. So um, along the aisle that goes up to the altar, they have like, um, they have their swords crossed in a big arch. And us small children, angels, are supposed to like carry, like, I think, I think we were carrying like straw up to like baby Jesus's manger. Yep. So he would be comfortable when he was born or whatever. Um, and we're supposed to like walk under all these fucking swords. And I was like, uh, I don't know about this. Fucking swords. <laughs> This is bullshit. So they had us like all spaced out. Like when you walk down an aisle or whatever, like, uh, you know, count as you walk and walk slowly. But I like fucking ran. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not getting caught under a sword. Um, Messed up their their spacing or whatever. But I got up there. I brought my hay. Uh, Maybe Jesus was comfortable, whatever. And then the last thing about Midnight Mass um, is that my godfather, who whose name is. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I'll believe it. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, my godfather, who is actually from Germany and moved here from Germany when he was like six or something, um, speaks German and Sacred Heart is a German Catholic church. And mm-hmm. so every midnight mass, every Christmas Eve, he sings um, Silent Night in German from the choir, which is like up between the rocket ships, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. This is um, crazy. We- which is like the only fond memory that I have of Catholicism. So thanks, godfather. We... <laughs> This this is just nuts because I I went to Sacred Heart as a kid so like we've yeah. got so many stories that overlap that I had no idea because I I know yeah. who you're talking about I remember I'm singing the stupid song, uh yeah. one year in the pageant I was Joseph and I had to walk under the swords. <laughs> oh yeah, the swords. Did you run or did you walk? No, I walked. Mm. But they made. But I remember being like like the Ill-advised. girl who had who was Mary. I was like, oh jeez. Because I'm like, you know, oh, we're married. This is creepy because she's a girl and she's got cooties. And, you know, it it was an innocent thing. But, yeah, I was really embarrassed. Two of my favorite date nights actually involved Midnight Mass. That's kind of weird, right? Another fun story. I mean, I'm just thinking about that. I I think I don't remember the show because the date was kind of cool. But it was the same girl. Yeah, that's right, girl. Yeah. So, fun story. (laughs) One sec, I just, I got to throw this out there. So in that same year, the pageant was the little drummer boy. I remember that story. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was really excited to do it. <laughs> he was. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. But no, I, I think it just, for me, it was like, it was a reason to dress up, stay up late. Didn't we discuss once um, bar hopping and seeing how many uh, midnight masses we could get to? <laughs> yes, I think we did. I mean, they, <laughs> do, they do some they yeah. do some staggering of like some churches do because yeah. of multi-faiths right. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
Am I the only one who, went, who only went to midnight that, masses but... that were just regular church, but at midnight? <laughs> Mine was because yeah. like oh. nothing, there was nothing different about the ones Gordon's I went mom. to. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't our moms like? Or sometime when we were up in Rice Lake, um, it's possible they may have went together. Yeah, so my mom was in the infamous bell choir. Yeah, Ooh. she. Oh, I remember uh-huh. that. That was She'd awesome. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but you had church at midnight too. Well, let me tell you, I. I had a traumatic childhood. My mother was Catholic. My dad was Presbyterian. If I was naughty, I had to go to both churches on the weekend. But, you know, kind of leading into this, I I think I spent most of my time going to the Catholic church with my mom. And my mom was so diehard Catholic. Oh, she was. She was intense Catholic. And she would always have to sit in the front row. And, like, the Rice Lake Catholic Church, there was four different aisles of pews. Oh, yeah. And we'd always have to sit in the front one on the right-hand side. Now, this was kind of like a moment of awakening in my young child-like body. And I'll tell you why. When it was, you know, when you haven't had your first communion yet, you have to sit in your little place kneeling, praying, whatever. But this pervert here would look at all of the crotches go by. <laughs> all the men and women as they've received the, the blood and the body of Christ, amen, they would come past and I'd be like, man, woman. And then I would take it up another notch. And I noticed that all of the men older, they're like, their package went to like one side or the other. And then I noticed like after year or like, you know, times and times of studying crotches, <laughs> That there was this thing that I noticed that ladies had. (laughs) And I come now to find that those are indeed camel toes. But for years, I just looked at crotches and asses the whole entire time that I was supposed to be praying. And that's a religious experience, right? I know, right? Courtney's Mm -hmm. got a PhD in bird watching, (laughs) (laughs) package peeping. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's my story. Let's get some more. Tiffany, do you have any for us? I have a lot um my father grew up very catholic like my great aunt is a nun oh wow uh, and, yeah. and, and, and i actually, share that too my grandfather is one of like national record-setting children amount of child, living children and then he had 12 siblings none obviously very catholic this is what i'm yeah. trying farming catholic from iowa um so my dad did make catholic. all the farmhands all the farmhands like <laughs> yes just the kids so my dad grew up catholic I did not know this. I had no knowledge. And then one of my great aunts passed away. So we went down to Iowa (laughs) to this funeral, Catholic funeral. Never been to one. Oh, it's an experience for your first time. Oh, my God. Not only is it an experience because they're doing all the standing up and the sitting down and the answering and talking back to each other, which there's some of that in regular church, right? Uh, But not all of the stuff. And then my dad is doing all of this. (laughs) Like he knows the (laughs) secret never, You never forget. You never forget. Kind of ingrained in you. It was terrifying. (laughs) Terror. I was like 12 years old, and I, but my dad's like doing all this stuff. Like, I have no idea what happened. How do you even know this? Right, right. It's right, really right. weird though, because now, like, not going to church regularly since I was probably 14, but you still know the mass for the most part. You know what comes when and like what to say and what to call back. And then, well, they, changed then they changed a bunch of it. So I go back now and I'll be like, what? <laughs> That's not what I used to say. And I'm right. like, mom, when did they change that? They're like, oh, like 10 years ago. I'm like, oh, well, I was not around. <laughs> I thought that. it was time for the homilies. <laughs> well, no, that stuff's all the same, but it's just the specific wording. I don't, yeah, like, I don't one, even know what a homily is. There was is. one. That's when they talk about the reading they just did. The I one just, that pissed me off was. It's similar to a hummus. You, like, they, you used to say, like, 
Oh, this is more tasty. You just say it's like something about peace be with you, and then it's like also, also with, with you. you, and they say also with your spirit now, and or... and, and with your spirit. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like no, it's like, screw that's you. Not what it's it also is. with you. <laughs> yeah, that pissed me off. Your spirit Jay. part of you. <laughs> I guess. Circle back to that. I don't know. That's confusing. I don't. I don't really have a, a whole lot. Like we didn't. Uh, we didn't attend church. We weren't. That's okay. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't regularly attend church. Um, my grandfather, who lived with us, was was religious and to some extent he would blast you know churchy organ hymn records upstairs (laughs) (laughs) fucking that's scary rock in the house with it on the other side uh my my grandmother was very catholic growing up i don't think my grandfather was so yeah I, i never regularly attended any kind of service my mom went through i guess it was more of a more than a phase but uh, there was a, a portion where it was very much of a phase of like embracing our native american heritage and sh- we kind of had like some was kinda... it specific native american heritage or was it yep yep there's a, a specific tribe okay. nice. um that uh on on that side of the family nice um so like kind of like some i don't want to call it like paganism but you know, very humanist, earth-based kind of. Yeah, and yeah. then that kind of blended into her sister uh, got into the Baha'i faith. Oh yes, so I'm familiar then, with that. Then my mom kind of, you know, took an interest to that, and there was kind of a blending. Um, so it was it was really a very eclectic uh, experience growing up. The one memory I do have is I uh, it was late middle school or early high school. And it was like an after school church thing, and it was with Amber Sh- Amber, um, Amber Schmamber, Amber Schmamber, <laughs> Amber Schmamber. Okay. And uh, we we I don't remember how she talked me into it, but we we took a bus somewhere, and it was that period of time where it was like radical love Jesus thing. Like Ooh. it's super cool to love Jesus, kids. Like. Like, Come Jesus and listen Christ to this superstar. Yeah, did, did I miss like that? these jams? Like did. it was so pretty. Like that. some Jesus rock. Like, yeah. Oh like, yeah, I did that. The Lord Concept loves you, and that's metal, kids. Like <laughs> I must have been like really diving into my queerness at that point because yeah. I was not paying attention. It was all rainbows and unicorns. There was no. Oh, it's probably yeah. really good yeah. for you. I could probably sing you one of the songs right now. It was like it was like a creepy like a gathering of like creepy early twenties dudes that. We're kind of there as like youth pastors, but like showed a keen interest in the like conventionally attractive high school girls that were there. Oh, sure. Like, it you was mean like the letters sketch. that my camp counselor from church camp used to send me? Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Probably, probably right That's in the same veins. Mm. Yeah. I wish everybody listening could see that smile that, that smirk was priceless i just you know you get older and you realize things that you didn't realize oh, when sure. you were younger no i get it totally sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you today. oh no and uh you know other than that it was kind of you know going for weddings or funerals and the the bit of services that i would attend like when visiting family it, it just didn't really you know i i remember going to a, a service with my cousins and it gets to the the portion of the service where they're you know passing around the collection basket. And I just remember like I looked over and the usher or attendant or or whoever on the the end of the aisle was like really paying like 
very focused attention on who was contributing and like like really eyeballing the amount of money that was going in like uncomfortably so <laughs> like totally tuned out to the service laser focused on the contributions that it's just like that's not okay yeah yeah well, somebody's got to maintain the bottom line you know yeah it's tithing like give what you can right i mean i know it's, it's supposed to be 10 percent of your earnings or whatever that's why it's called tithing no. but like no thank you i remember wanting to put in like all of my birthday money once when i was very little like grade school age and my dad was like uh no you don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> good job all right. Well, how about I throw out another one? If yeah, that's all right with everyone. Going. Yeah. So I'm going to bring it up a little bit because my last one, you know, I was pretty young. So this, I'm going to bring one about high school. So uh, in high school, we were in um, our our religious studies thing was unique, where like we split up into groups, and I took great pride in the fact that um, in our group, I forgot, I I, I convinced. Well, it, it was a group thing, but we convinced the group to be called Shiny Happy Christ People. <laughs> yeah. And because for some reason, he was in it, but he wasn't. So it was the Shiny Happy Christ People and And then they're like, because I really liked REM at the time. So it was. Why from, wouldn't you? Well, thank you. Yeah. But and, and the, the adults were like, don't you mean Shiny Happy Christian People? And I'm like, no, Shiny Happy Christ People or it ain't happening, guys. <laughs> and everybody else in the group doubled down and the parents were not happy with it, but they went with it. And we were the Shiny Happy Christ People. So did you guys all do, um, since you all grew up Catholic here together mm-hmm. and did some Catholic things that yeah. Catholic peoples do, did you all do like the whatever you call it in high school together nope what is wednesday class yeah that's uh, what i'm talking about the ccd um so when i was at uh sacred heart we did it on wednesdays but then wasn't ours we didn't do we didn't do ccd together till middle school for sure because that's that was when you switched to st olive's what was why was he never in ours right because he wasn't at our church until middle school right but then he was ne- he was never in the one that you and I were in. Were weren't there? What group were you? What was the group that you had? Me? Do you remember your group's name? I don't remember. Like, what grade are we talking about? Because they, I, they, they kept changing talk- how to do it. So right, I'm talking freshman years when they started it. So once we went to high school, we split into those groups. That was where pretty much when I quit going. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> However, you were at the one party that I'm thinking of, but I'll save that yes, for. For next, but that's that's what I want. I just I was super proud of getting them to because I personally thought it was hilarious just to throw Christ into the name. <laughs> yeah, we're the shiny happy Christ people, and I bet the old ladies was, hated it. Was, it was a good accomplishment of mine. <laughs> no, that that's that's all that I sounds have. a great. Se- I mean, actually, it's a great segue because I mean, my my next story is about a funeral. Let's do it. Yeah, ah, I mean, oh, yeah. I think that's what's kind of weird. Like when you go to weddings or funerals at churches. You really don't know, like, is the couple really religious? Is the deceased really religious? Like, did they go to this church? Like, do they have any relationships? Are they only at this church because their parents wanted them to be? Are you literally, you know, having your service done at a church where you seriously volunteered once a year to clean the lefsa plates? Like, <laughs> lefsa plates? Yeah. I love it. Oh. Yeah. Your church never so, did the Lefsa dinner? He's, he's he's making a point of why he So yeah, so my <laughs> the little town where my stepdad and my mom retired to or semi retired to, when my stepdad passed away, he really wanted to have his service at this old Lutheran church that's in the middle of nowhere. 
and it's got a huge flight of stairs up to the sanctuary. Well, this funeral was during a big snowstorm. My mom actually had lost power for most of the week, like while planning this funeral. And there was a lot of people from town. There was a lot of people that came up from scouting and people we'd known over the years. But the biggest like pomp and circumstance kind of thing was Bob was a retired paramedic. So there was an honor guard that came up from his village um, department. So they're in full class A uniforms and Bob wanted me to sing Amazing Grace as a solo. So I had to do that. And, you know, the we had people get up and mention and talk about Bob and Bob had been married a few times. And so his ex-wives got up and talked about him, which was interesting. So it was one of those great, like, just taking it all in because you didn't know what was going to happen next. Well, you know, there's they're playing the going away song like they're the color. The honor guards bringing his casket down to the back of the church. But then you got to remember, they have to go down that huge flight of stairs. Well, you know, people put trinkets and all kinds of stuff in the casket. Bob's duck call. All of a sudden we hear... <laughs> rolled down the casket to the bottom they're going down the stairs and if you didn't like if you weren't sitting right there you didn't like see what was going on so you're like did they just drop the casket (laughs) yeah bob just go for a ride bob's last ride but in the end he was buried in a military cemetery and they bury them standing up like they don't bury him flat oh it saves room. It saves room. It's very disturbing. But like the honor of it is you're always standing at attention. Until you decompose and fall down to the right. bottom. Yeah, you're so just a pile of bones. Ultimately, his duck call was going to fall to the bottom anyway. Truth <laughs> be told, no matter what way they bury you, you're a pile of bones. I know, bones. but it just seems disrespectful. Fair enough. I don't oh, I, know I why. What you mean. Well, and, and for, what, for the little caveat I'd say there is be an organ donor. <laughs> be a tissue donor. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you do it because it helps a lot of people. Have my body for science. Yep. So my next one is super quick and brief and more of an anecdote, but it's very cute. And it's a story that my family loves to retell. When my cousin was five or six and his mom was pregnant with my other cousin and they were talking about baby Jesus in church, he like pulls her shirt and he goes, Mom, don't worry. I won't tell anyone you have a baby in your Virginia. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That That same cousin also once waved at my grandma when my grandma did the communion distribution a lot. Mm -hmm. So and she walked by to go do it. He like waved at her, but he was a little kid and he held up just his middle finger. He's like, hi, grandma. (laughs) So everybody laughed like this little kid flipping off his grandma. (laughs) Leah, do you got any more? Well, I went to Catholic school, so I have. You have enough for a whole episode. I need a mouse, but yeah. (laughs) Well, feel Um, free to pick one if you like. I do, in fact, have one if you like. Um, Yeah, so. I'm going to go to grade school now because my last one was kindergarten. So now I'm in, uh, we'll say maybe third or fourth grade. I think fourth grade. So this is the first priest that um, allowed girls to also be altar children, like altar boys. They would only could only be boys. And at Sacred Heart, um, that priest who we said was cool um, was cool but old school and he wouldn't allow girls to be altar children right um uh so this was uh father karate um who karate does not like the game yeah it's not Col- spelled the same karate not karate no. right it's spelled italian not like oh uh, i thought they were like arts. high kicks during service <laughs> there was no my <laughs> aunt once my aunt but once called was... him father karateed <laughs> like the artery so the, the high kicks were like radio city girls <laughs> not yeah, that really amps up because he was from New York, wasn't he? 
I don't know. I think he was from he New York. Was, he was placed in New York for a while. Yeah. I don't know if he was from there. Fair but enough. he was placed there. But yeah, Radio City High Kicks, all mess. Um, anyhow, so Father Karate uh, was allowing girls to be altar children. And for some reason, I was like, that's a thing I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you wear this white little robe um, and you tear, tie a little rope around your waist. And the color of the rope coincides with, like, what time of year it is and, like, what color the priest's robes are. So, like, if it's Easter, it's, like, a certain color because it coincides with, like, whatever the fuck's going on. Right. There's a reason for everything. The the colors, etc. Should be karate belts. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) essentially, they are, right? It's like, Um, ah, your purple belt. The Lord be with you. Happy Easter. (laughs) And also with you. <laughs> um, okay, so it was almost, it was towards the end of Mass. It was after communion, and I had to go up onto the altar and take the the communion stuff away from the priest and, like, bring it down and, like, set it to the side. And so, like, I went up on the altar, and you're, like, in front of the entire congregation, and I don't know how much, how many people St. Olaf holds, but I don't know, I think safely over 100, 200 on a, on a regular Sunday. I have no idea. For the original church. Yeah, because that, that building's not even the main church anymore, so. Right, back in the day when it was, like, in that I'd like, say 200's gym a good that guess. they converted. Like, right. originally built to be a gym, then turned into the church, and now a gym again? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Silly Catholics. Uh, <clears throat> so I I go up and I'm grabbing the stuff and I, I fucking drop it. And this is like holy fucking materials, right? Like it's the chalice. This is like the so you vessel spilled the that Jesus. like... <laughs> right, it's the vessel the that Jesus. holds the blood of Christ. Yeah. This is like the bowl, the vessel that holds the, bread of, the body of Christ. Oh, and man. I have thrown that shit on the ground (laughs) and i am like super ready for like the earth to like fucking open (laughs) and for me to like drop straight into hell and father karate like leans forward and he's like it's okay and he like helps me pick up the shit and i like walk off and i'm like fucking mortified because it's in front of like so many people right all that stuff has to be used doesn't it like you pick it up and you still have to use it don't you well it was after we already did communion so yeah well, that's a good there point. is rules on how you dispose yeah. of it. You can't just throw it in the garbage. My mom, she also passed out communion. And when she got, she was usually the one with the, the wine. And whatever was left, she had to drink it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. And just imagine that's, all that backwash. No, that's the part. Like right. the priest, uh, the, what, from I remember, they bring it back and the priest like would pour everything in and uh-huh. then he'd eat the little scraps and then drink yeah, whatever Well, my was mom left, had to like, chug Whoa! the wine and she'd get oh, like man. all loosey-goosey in the knees <laughs> trying to come down the steps. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so I think it's the the people that pass out the wine. It's like those people and the priest, they kind of like split whatever's left and they down it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple people no, that you. shouldn't be driving home after mass. <laughs> Just be easier to sit by the door and let all the people make out with you as they leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so many Catholics hit the bar right after mass. They got a buzz going right now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep the keep good going. times going. Yeah, That sounded like quite yeah. the Christastrophe. <laughs> it sure was. Oh, that tickles me. <laughs> that briefly reminds me of my son. He too went to a Catholic school for a while. He did, huh? Yeah, okay. Devin. He was he was sporting it. But one time we were on the ba- on the way home from school, he says, 
Jesus Christ. And I'm like, Devin, you can't say that. He says, yes, I can. It's his middle name. I'm like, what? <laughs> so my aunt was also in the car. She says, well, if Jesus is his first name, Christ is his middle name. What's his last name? And she's like, superstar. <laughs> <laughs> so my son literally thought for a while that Jesus' last name was superstar. But continue. <laughs> but I think we should start that rumor for the world. Yeah. Then you have to sing his name all the time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Right. Superstar. <laughs> I feel fine about that. Mm-hmm. That'd be great to just walk into a Catholic church now. <laughs> just do that. I've never actually seen the like I know the play, think? I know some of the songs, but I don't like knowing them all I, I know just the refrains more or less. Oh, I know everything. You do? Could, could, we, could okay. we crash a Catholic mass and get kicked out? <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> How long? Oh, I bet we, we could, could. I wonder if we could see how long it took us to get kicked out. <laughs> so the wildest thing I can think of for like mass and music, I don't know if they still do it, but Saint uh, Sacred Heart used to do a polka mass. Oh, polka, polka masses yeah. are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've so been to many of those back cool in my stuff. youth. It's very Wisconsin. Yeah, they, exactly. I was going to say they do that for the Barron County Fair. They yeah. have a polka mass on Sunday morning. But but as Leah had shared, you know, Sacred Heart being German. So they they totally every year when they did their church bazaar that Sunday was the polka mass and I freaking loved that church bazaar that was so much fun. I totally forgot about church bazaars. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a good time. Anyway, sorry, just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, I would have said I didn't have another story, but your mentioning of REM oh, okay. took me down memory lane. <laughs> uh, it's, do it. it's not church. It's it's more church adjacent and it's highly inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> we. I, I was drug along. Uh, my mom was going up to the reservation for, I believe it was some kind of Baha'i meeting up there. That's, I, I don't think she was alone in blending the, the Native American stuff and the Baha'i stuff. So we were, we were going up to the reservation. We were riding along with uh, somebody else that lived near us that was going up there and his son. Uh, his son was special needs, I think, Down syndrome. So the son and I are sitting in the back seat. My mom's on passenger side. The other guy's driving. I'm listening to REM, just loving it. You know, uh, ninety early nineties. Mm-hmm. Looking out can, the window. Can you paint the picture? Is this a Walkman? I was going to say discman <sighs> Walkman. I I believe it was a discman. Did oh, you okay. have the foam headphones? That I don't recall. <laughs> just that I don't recall. But you know, just looking out the window as we're driving, and I happen to glance to my left. And the kid is over there vigorously masturbating. <laughs> REM has that effect on all of us. <laughs> no, he, he couldn't hear it. Oh. It was just me. It was just me. The joy, the joy of REM that it brings <laughs> to other people Christ. does that to all of us. <laughs> vigorously masturbating. So I say, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. I don't remember the guy's name, but, you know. Mr. Driver. <laughs> if I would have known that story, if I would have known that story, then the time that we had to ride in the van with the teachers because you and some other kid didn't get along and couldn't ride on the bus together, I would have made some joke about that. Like, hey, look. Oh losing their religion so, now. He, 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 he frantically... You know, turns around and sees it and it's yelling for him to stop and the kid's not stopping. 
<laughs> well, so, it's not there yet. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he pulls over the car, you know, he's apologizing to us. And, you know, my mom pulls me out so we can walk away. And she's like, oh, you know, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's whatever. <laughs> uh, and he's, he's, you know, trying to reason with his kid and, and tell him to Did stop. Did you say how old you are? Uh, I think early middle school. Okay. Maybe late elementary, probably early middle. Um, and he was about my age, maybe a little bit older. Um, okay. Is there any chance you remember the song, the specific <laughs> song at that time? <laughs> I, f- I feel like it was losing my religion, but that might have just been what that's, sticks that's out because perfect. Like, it's one of their it's fair enough, perfect bigger for songs. This podcast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we get back in the car, we get back on the road, and we ended up having to pull over at least two or three times because he was unable to stop <laughs> unable to stop well if you just let the kid finish yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean ultimately with the second time you pull over that's when you're just like all right get it done yeah. Yeah. let right. him finish and then yeah. it's refractory period it'll give you a yeah. good head out, in, right. head out into the woods and finish it off come back i don't know it buy you a few miles at least <laughs> one would hope that's amazing <laughs> vigorously <laughs> oh, enthusiastically <laughs> oh, okay. anything we're doing is we're doing right yeah. absolutely <laughs> well back to me then I'm actually good uh, who else has got one that they want to throw I've got first? I've got two little anecdotal quick ones let's hear them I like it two as well so in the 1940s my grandma was a wonderful Catholic girl and my grandpa was a sailor who was Methodist and they were like dating and they went to church together. Now, my grandpa, of course, not being Catholic, didn't know about the holy water bowls by the door. So when they were leaving, he threw his change in there because he thought that was like the, the collection plate. Excellent. That's awesome. And my other story is not really, it's church adjacent as well. Um, when we were doing chalking for pride events, mm-hmm. we would get very silly in college. And um, so we would chalk around on the sidewalks to, like, promote our drag show or whatever. And our friend Jacob chalked, Larry Christ loves the gays. And, like, that was our joke. Was Larry Christ was Jesus' brother. So it was this... We chalk about Larry Christ every time after that. Years later, Carl and I are watching Saturday Night Live, and Steve Buscemi is hosting. <laughs> and it's this weird thing where he's decorating a Christmas tree with Sheila, played by Kristen Wiig, and they're both just weird. And there's like, he holds up a little ornament that's a computer. And he's like, you know what this is? It's a computer. And he pushes little buttons and he goes, beep, boop, boop. And they hang it on the tree. And he's like, do you know what this is? It's a pine cone. And he pokes the pine cone and goes, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> and then he holds up a little baby Jesus. And he goes, do you know what this baby's name is? If you said Larry, you're close. It's Jesus. <laughs> and like, that joke is so much funnier to us than anyone else in the nation because we know that's Jesus' brother. You were close. It's Jesus. When my son, as I mentioned, he was, what happened was my mom was so Catholic, she wanted my son to go to Catholic school. So she paid the bill, the whole deal, and it was really? important to her. So That's saying something with your mom. Right, right. She's cheap as hell. But anyways, so low key, the whole Catholic church in Rice Lake thought my son was possessed. I'm not joking. The first time he walked in to, because like Wednesday, they would all have to wear khaki pants and their little St. Joe's little polo shirt. Mm-hmm. And they would go over to the church, and they'd have an hour service in the middle of the day. And 
as soon as my child walks into the the to the church pew, the same one that I was crotch viewing <laughs> from, crotch watching, he immediately <laughs> right, he immediately projectile vomits on all the Bibles, <laughs> and like nobody knows how to act because he just threw up on Bibles. Like they thought, like like where do you even begin? Like what you know? So. My mom was actually in the service at that time, not like the military, but <laughs> but like in the Catholic service. And she, you know, helped clean everything up. But then shortly after, I got a call a couple of weeks later from one of the, the grandparents of one of the other students in his class. And like, we've really been watching your son during Catholic services. And he's he gets very angered and very angry. And he acts out. And I'm like, there's not an angry side to my son no, whatsoever. So... It just so happened to be, which is terrible, my mom passed away, and they had a memorial service during the school time for my mom, so Devin and his class go in, and I'm watching my son as this woman's like, no, you just watch him. I look at my son, and he is. He's, like, grimacing, and he's, like, shaking his arms and his fists, and I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And then it dawned on me. My little ADHD boy is trying to be quiet, but he's like stimming and he's pretending he's driving an 18 wheeler. <laughs> so he's actually <laughs> shifting and like his legs are like, you know, clutching and everything. They thought he was possessed. <laughs> of course they did. Uh-huh. Of course they did. Uh-huh. No Taking joke. This big rig oh, straight awesome. to hell. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. Back it up, bitch. <laughs> right? That was it. <laughs> oh, that's Amazing. awesome. That's wonderful. Did you get another one? Well, I, it was a brief one when, when, again, during the same time frame of me watching everybody's crotches. My mom would pick up my great-great-grandmother. Actually, I think it was a great-great-great-grandmother. She died. She was like 103. Oh, wow. And um, we would pick her up for church. And may I also add, the, the governor gave her a lifetime pass for the school bus, or school bus, the city bus, until she started riding it topless. And then they <laughs> cut her off. <laughs> but anyways, we'd pick up Grandma Tilly, and we would go to church, and again, we're in the front we're in the front row. I mean, I just want to pick up Grandma Tilly in general. Was, I, was Grandpa driving when you she think, was topless? Yes, he did. <laughs> Do you think the bus, the our, bus? Our grandpa drove the city bus for us. Oh, nice. I think I was, he's the one that reported it. I was, I was thinking maybe the bus patrons called her Grandma Titty. True. But, was she able to go to church topless? Just no, she did not. But we would pick her up and we would take her to church. And we're sitting in the front row. Yeah, she can't ride the bus. And she was deaf as deaf could be. So I don't know why she went to church. She couldn't hear a thing. No. But... One of the things that she could not hear was her excessive gas. <laughs> and she would just let them fly so loudly during the most quiet, intimate parts of church. That would be why I would go. <laughs> it that would just me kill me. I would be so I was old and deaf. I would go just to punish everyone else. Oh, oh my she God. Could I was still so embarrassed. Wait, you're saying if you had the gas, you would go to punish everyone else? Yes. Oh, see, I thought uh, I was thinking I would go to listen to it and laugh. But, but you're right, both both equally as fun. Well, with those vaulted yeah. ceilings, it would just like <laughs> just the acoustics. Yeah. I mean, exactly. that's why we sang in these churches because it was the best acoustics. Yeah. Not that we were Grand diehard Tilly. There was a whole lot of dysfunction in the first row. That's definitely. Awesome. Well, she was possessed too. Then <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did they? Did they think Grandma Tilly's possessed? Must run in that family, right? She thought it was quiet. It was not. It was mm. not at all. So that was my those were my stories. 
That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end this with just one good one. So for those who don't know, my dad, um, Little Dipper, Courtney. Yeah, Little Dipper is a good one. Yeah, but Courtney calls him Uncle Jeff. Even to this day, she calls him Uncle Jeff. But then yeah. again, I call your dad Uncle Don. So it makes sense. It does, as make sense. one does. Yes, it does. Anyway, so we're there. We're in the Catholic Mass. I don't know if I was rushed that morning, so I didn't like brush my teeth or something. I I don't know why, but either way, I had some stanky breath. And we're doing like the the towards the end the peace be with you. You know, oh, everybody show a sign of peace. You shake everyone's hand. You say peace be with you. So I'm like, and for some reason that part of mass I loved, and I wanted to like shake everyone's hand and say peace be with you. It was like even though I'm not really all that social, it was just like, oh, yeah, peace be with you, peace be with you. I turned to my dad. I go, peace be with you. And he goes, oh, peace of gum be with you. <laughs> this is wonderful. And that's that story I always, I always conflated with another story that was <laughs> Gary's sister said, like, B.O. one day. Their dad made her go sit in the car. <laughs> I was like, wasn't there something like he made you get out of church because you had bad breath? And he's like, no, no, no. That was Jackie in her armpits. Yeah, Jackie had to go sit in the car but i had to get he gave me a piece of gum afterwards <laughs> maybe that's what you should have offered the priest at your wedding when he yeah. burped oh my gosh yeah. that carl and i laugh about that all, we talked about should that be one of our church stories when we during oh. your wedding did he I, burp during the he thing just he just had so much i loved Where him he you? was so mixed up oh, during the whole were, thing you were there i was yeah, there okay well, he was she so... was um, in the corner melting because it was the hottest day on yes. earth. <laughs> no, but I remember during the rehearsal, he said something and kind of like made a joke. And I grabbed Carl's arm and I go, oh, God, a funny priest. <laughs> he was an awesome guy. He also he has since passed, but Aww. he was a good guy. He was. I thought he, I thought he was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I loved it. But I did just love it. I remember what part of the thing he just turns his head and goes, oh. <laughs> Yep. And then I just keeps that. going. <laughs> and then Aunt Grandma Tilly could have just been dueling. <laughs> I, will, I will say this, though, because like, I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. So like when he did that kind of stuff, it, like, it made you it, feel it better. It cut all the pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, we burp sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. No, I, I would say remember? that probably was kind of a break in the ceremony. Like, <gasps> Do you remember my hand grenade joke during the rehearsal or after the service? Remind me. Hand grenade joke is one where like you tell it and then it's like five seconds later people get it. So the photographer and his wife are there and the photographer's got his camera on. Like he's like, okay, everybody stand like this. And I go, well, I would, but I don't have a camera. <laughs> and it was like the one, stuff we two, say out loud three, all the time four. And, like, and then the people next to are like, oh, <laughs> I remember that. And I remember the the pre pictures. Like we had, oh, pretend like, you're late. Somebody, oh, yeah, we, we, we had to pretend we were late. Oh, and Ryan got all excited. He's like, oh, we're doing prop pictures. <laughs> he didn't have a watch on. Because so. then he gave me his watch yeah, he or gave something. Me his like, watch. here, put this watch on and pretend you're. Old. Yeah, it was like one of those pictures where like Ryan was pointing at the watch, like, Gary, we better get scooting. We're late. And I'm just like, ah. It was, it was fun. It was fun. And the, the marquee at the hotel where the reception was Aww. said, Congratulations, Amanda Gary. <laughs> it was just one name. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we'll cut from this and see you right back in our next segment. And we're back. All right. I think we should dive into our tisket tasket. Let's talk about our wicker basket. Wicker biscuit basket. Buttered biscuits and burnt biscuits. I don't know. It's the, bis- it's the basket of biscuits. It's the biscuit basket. Buttered burnt. Yeah. Butter so, and burnt. Yes, we're going to go through whatever brings us extreme joy. That'll be our buttered biscuit. Otherwise, uh, dive into something that's just grinds your gears, and that'll be your burnt biscuit. I got so them both. You got them both. Got and them both. and we, oh, we welcome both. Mm-hmm. But um, 
If you don't have one, feel free to pass. But if it's all right, Carl, would you like yeah, to kick you know, us off? You know what butter is my biscuit this week? Ooh, a buttered one. Yeah, really like buttered. Mm. I just think friendships of all different types. Like yeah. you think about those close ones you have or like the ones that like you can just catch up after a long time. Or there's ones that like I've developed during the COVID years of there's literally streaks of just Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat mm-hmm. every day. And just that simple like silly little thing or you know a picture or just a phrase it's just so nice and like it's just know knowing that people are there and like sharing and interacting i just i think it's cool that there's just this range because i didn't think as an adult like it was still gonna be that great mm-hmm. but it really is mm-hmm. it takes a little effort mm-hmm. but it's definitely worth it Aww. yeah okay so the butter i found out today from a tiktok you know the orita company mm-hmm the name comes from Oregon and Idaho, and I'm being like next to each other, and that's oh. where all the potato comes from. Oh. That makes I sense. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, and I thought, that's so great. And I thought, it would be even funnier if I found out later it's not true, but I think it is true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my biscuits. All right. Next in line would be Leah. Yep. Burns my biscuit. Uh, road rage. Yeah. yeah. I had an yeah, unfortunate it's been a rough incident week. with oh. some road rage this week. I don't need to go into it, but it was too much for me. And I don't wish it on anyone. And people just fucking cool your biscuits, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> well put. Yes. Yeah. Well put. I like it. Well, I had a, a perfectly buttered, warm, moist biscuit oh. that was then taken and thrown on the floor oh. and stomped. I'd on. like to take a bite into your biscuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love for that too. But um, so, and I don't know if this is true or not. But I was watching a TikTok video and it. It totally changed my childhood. I don't know. Have any of you heard about this whole new theory on the Smurfs? No. no. But they're oh, anti-Semitic? Don't really... No. Oh, I've don't... heard that story. So supposedly, oh, no. when the Smurfs originally came out, um, you know, you started having like those little erasers and stuff for your pencils and mm-hmm. whatever. And um, this guy tells a story about how he was in Germany and um, going to school there. And he had, he was so proud Which of this. Deutschland. Deutschland. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, he was in his classroom and he had a little pencil eraser of a Smurf. And he was so proud of it. And the kids just, you know, they were into it. But it was before the cartoon really even took off. And his German teacher came up to him and said, you know, why would you have that? You know, that's pretty crazy that you'd have that on your pencil. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's a cartoon. And she goes to tell this, what she interprets as the real story of the Smurfs. And um, what it was is it's supposedly a German um, story of when um, these little creatures, being the Smurfs, would lure children out into the deep snowdrifts and they would make them fall through the snow and the children would die from hypothermia in these snowbanks. And where do the Smurfs live? Under mushrooms. So when these children died in the winter, in the spring, the snow would melt and mushrooms would grow under their body. And then that child's soul would become a new Smurf. And that's why the Smurfs were blue, because they died of hypothermia. They wore a white hat to mimic the snowbanks that they died in. And Gargamel, the sorcerer, whatever, magician. Bad guy. Yeah. Wizard. He was actually a good guy by hunting these Smurfs so that children wouldn't die being lured in by the Smurfs. So that's what I know. I'm not. I don't accept it. I don't either. But I did hear recently on a video that like the a, a dark theory. It was like a video about 
dark theories about all our children's shows that we, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were talking about, like, the Smurfs being, like, Nazis and Gargamel is, oh. is supposed to be Jewish and all that stuff. And it's very much like someone just made that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know how the internet but is. So it it's probably, like, oh, no, probably I mean, it probably has some, like, origins Ooh. in some fairy tale. Right. I was going to say, like, I, I took German. I lived in Germany. Um, that tracks with a lot of, like, the Brothers Grimm, like, sure. yeah. mm-hmm. like, Sleeping Beauty and stuff, like, the Disney version is all very happy, but, like, the actual, like, real stories that were written They're down dark. are real dark and, yeah, like, do not end well. Right. I'm, I'm not um, saying it's not true. I'm just saying. Yeah. I haven't done the I'm, research, but. I'm Googling right now. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's not curious. as extreme as that, but maybe it's right. something. But that right there, that's the key. It's like, you told the story. And you're like, but I haven't done the research. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pointing out it butters my biscuit that you uh-huh. don't just like, well, oh, this is real. Well, and, I heard it. And on that <laughs> she said she heard it doesn't, like, yeah. that is a fact. She right. did hear that. Right. 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 Even just hearing something can be disturbing, you know? Like, right. Mm-hmm. And actually the story is actually, I kind of, like I know, it gave me a little bit of shivers. I like, know. Ooh. Like it kind of, you know, jives in some ways. but Because well, they're like happy and they make this world of their own. Right. Something's kind of intriguing about that. I will say it it tracks very much with like children uh, children's stories in Germany. Like, right? They're scary. I'm just Uh inspired to make something cutesy with like a horrific backstory that nobody knows about. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So that's my crumbled, dirty biscuit. No. Mm. I hope we can say. I hug your biscuit. (laughs) I think that's a salvaged biscuit. Where from? Okay. I don't know that I have a biscuit. That's okay. I have two biscuits. Let's hear it. Yeah, you do. And they each have in your pants two sides, a, a burned pants. side and a buttered side. Let's hear it. Wow. So the first one is actually you, Mr. Mr. Putnam, found out you were a knight. Yeah, and that that buttered my biscuit. <laughs> and and I was so hopeful that you know traditionally a knight can make a knight. I I was looking forward to a knighthood in my future possibly. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Burn my biscuit when I, I found out you don't have the sword. No, so. no, I never got the sword, and I'm no longer a knight, so I can't knight you. So I mean, he's starting uh, kind of his own round table of sorts here. I mean, we could. <laughs> That's true. My other biscuit is the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The buttered the buttered side is we had the northern lights. Which were really which, cool, but yeah. so late. Yeah, and I, I kind of missed out on them, so that starts to get toward yeah. the, the burn side. But I, I'm an enthusiast for that kind of thing. Yeah. All right, well, we forgot to open with any jokes. Does anybody want to leave us with a closing joke? No? Ah, all right. Got nothing. All right. We told jokes at some point, didn't we? I could tell you guys the joke that I used to tell when I was a little kid. Let's hear it. Tell me. Take us home. What do you call a bull taking a nap? I don't know. I do know, but I'm not going to spoil it. (laughs) It's a bulldozer. <laughs> I think I had that on a birthday card once. Seriously. Excellent. I apparently really loved to tell that joke when I was like a toddler. I'm just picturing before a kindergarten. Cute bull just snoring. Yeah. 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 Ferdinand. Like the story of Ferdinand. Right. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love that story. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. This wants oh. to like smell his flowers and not fight. Yeah. Right. It's chill bull. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, yeah, everyone, for night. joining. Thanks for, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to Wicker Biscuit, a podcast Ahoy production. The producers of Wicker Biscuit are Ryan LeMay, Gary Putnam, and Courtney Holub. Executive producer is Gary Putnam. Recording and editing was done by Gary Putnam. 
Check out our social media for updates on upcoming pods and for clips and other media referenced in this episode. Because sharing is caring, the links can be found in the episode note. Check it out! Thanks again from everyone at the Wicker Biscuit family.